Hey, how you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? I'm doing fine. Now, please tell me the story of why your throat wars had this lady playing a sermon loud on the plane. I got to hear this one. Oh, it was a guy. Hold on, I'm actually moving where I'm at because I was thinking this would be a little quieter. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, on the train coming from the airport up to my back to my house. And mm-hmm. um, I like I just I was wearing my throat worst tank top, and I had I, I was really excited to hear some you know I was thinking to get some looks or something because you know it's throat wars and obviously it's not <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's, it's obviously porn. Yeah, I was expecting looks and shit. I did get one guy slapped because I can't believe you know what that is. <laughs> I laugh, yeah. but um, so I guess I'm just wearing it. And I'm sitting there minding my own business, and and this dude comes onto the train and stops and turns his radio on, and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. and sits right next to me in the seat, like not six feet away, bruh. Keep your six feet, uh, and then and he starts playing some sermon and it was talking about women not having self-respect for themselves because they have sex outside of marriage and and blah 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 <laughs> i was like dude i laughed because i have a lot of self-respect and i definitely i, I have done a lot of sex outside of marriage and just fine about it so uh whatever, <laughs> whatever. um and then, of course, he sat there. It was playing so loud the entire car could hear it. <laughs> then it got <laughs> to where he got off like two or three hours later. And the uh, pretty much like there are so many everybody exchanging glances looking like, oh, thank God he's gone. Oh, my God. <laughs> See, it's funny how I, when yeah, you say going to Bible thumpers, that mm, they want to always know the book description. Yeah, you know, it's just part of living in Georgia. Yeah, oh, trust me, I get the same thing in North Carolina. It's the Bible Belt. It's just something about the Bible Belt. They got to be Bible thumpers, no matter where they at. I but mean, I tell you like, what, though, I did cover. I did, of course, it was it was cold in Ohio, and I'm so glad I took. A, I was like, let me just take a hoodie in case it's cold on the plane or something, because mm-hmm. otherwise, I packed for Atlanta weather and. It's a whole summertime now here. It is not a whole summertime in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, because the so, Midwest they 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 stay winter. They winter stay longer than damn near our summers. Yeah. No, and I was like, okay, cool. So I'm cold this whole time. So I I already planned on. I'm like, okay, I, this is my go home outfit. I had a go there outfit, and then everything else was lingerie, heels, and toys. Um, <laughs> how I got a fifty-pound bag out of a one-night stay. Won't we won't talk about that. See y'all. You see y'all about. Yes, we we back. Yep. <laughs> yeah, we back. So it, 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 I'm not worried, people, because I always say it's uncut, what have you. So the piece that she talks is gonna be put to it. But anyway, back to what we were talking about. Actually, let me go ahead and get this intro out the way now. I got you. Hey, how everybody doing? Welcome to the Smokers Lounge. This is part of the Smoke This Over uh, network. This also will appear on my Patreon for the Smoke This Over Dark podcast. Hey, how y'all doing today? 
Like I said, it's the Smokers Lounge. I am your host, Kavanaugh, a- Kavanaugh the Summer Champ, a.k.a. the Porn Rap Star. And as you can hear by the name, Porn Rap Star, I rap. I fuck on camera. So check out my music. Check out my porn. Follow me on social media at allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. Also, we are sponsored by and loved and tolerated by the Facebook of the Ellis community, ellisworld.com. Go there today. Get yourself a profile. Interact with other people in the same kinks as you, in the same part of lifestyle as you. Also, find events in your area that you might could attend. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcast Network. So go to shop.gwdistrict.com and listen to me and many other great podcasts that are ran by Black folk. Oh, and by the way, you can also buy from over a thousand, I repeat the word, a thousand black sellers. We're talking about fashion, beauty products, books, audio, you name it. You can get in one place. So go to shop.gwdistrict.com and buy black, support black businesses, build the black economy so we can build generational wealth. And like I said before, go over there right now. And if you haven't done it, if you're hearing this on the Smokers Lounge, you can get early access to any interview that I do on the Patreon. So go to the Smoke This Over Dark Patreon to get this this interview actually early. So with that being said, I'm about to step out of the way and let this lovely lady introduce herself. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Princess Havoc. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, uh, Instagram, mini vids, and a whole bunch of other places, but start with Twitter, and that's Princess underscore Havoc, or Instagram, which is just Princess Havoc. And um, I've got links that you could take anywhere you want to find stuff. Okay. Now, how did you come up with Princess Havoc? Uh, <laughs> It's 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 silly actually. Um, it started as my gamer tag. <laughs> what? Who would? Would you know who won the pony? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it started as my gamer tag. Um, I've been a gamer my whole life. I started um, like in middle. Actually, I started way before that, like uh, elementary school, sometime playing on the computer games and stuff. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it started as the gamer tag i I have a tattoo of it which a lot of people you know you see him in most of my stuff because it's on my ass and you know my ass is out there so yes yes i've seen your ass since he's a nice ass i must say thank you <laughs> <laughs> so actually what brought you speaking about it because you had a gaming background like what game did you you know did you play back in the game but you know back in the day that you enjoyed playing uh, the, my probably hands down favorite most favorite game of all time was Counter Strike, Counter Strike okay, Source. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did Eve Online for a while. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the the most lo- the longest running game that I have played is the Left 4 Dead series, just because I'll go and I have a bad day. I mean, like well, I need to go go kill some stuff and by <laughs> myself in the campaign and take it you know take all my stress mm-hmm. out and i know where everything is so it's good <laughs> yeah, yeah see me i was a madden man all the sports game all the fighting game street fighter my favorite fighting game was actually soul blade because that shit was hot not like anything with swords so that's just me you know period. i just got mortal kombat 11 
Um, Who is your favorite character on there? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, I so far I'm I'm disappointed with how they did a couple of the the specials on like some of the classic characters. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about the additional characters like um Rambo. <laughs> Rambo is he's basic and doesn't do all the extra magic stuff, but he's really cool cuz it's fucking Rambo. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, My favorite was always Scorpion. I always was a Scorpion guy because I always knew how to work with him the best. And he seemed like his moveset was always the best with the buttons to me. I always go with what I always forget her name. She, she the, the one with the hair that goes and snaps people. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember her daggum name, but um, yeah, she's usually my go to. <laughs> she, 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 she had that uh, Bianca Bear Lair ponytail. <laughs> yeah, going snatch people went, up with it. <laughs> oh my now, God! Yes. Oh, now we know where Ariana Grande got it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, because because I'm pretty sure that character spawned a whole lot of ponytails in this generation. Mm-hmm. Love yeah, me ponytail I, anyway. And then of course, uh, I'm gonna tell you how old I am. I remember when Street Fighter was just the joystick and the big button. So that I lets you too. know my age. <laughs> I remember going to the arcade and playing it. Mm. And Pac-Man. Pac-Man was my shit, man. Oh, God. Pac-Man was my shit. But see, I don't know if you had this. We had this video game at this uh, convenience store I used to go past. It was called Map Mania. And it was the first wrestling game that I ever seen. And man, I got an ass whooping for playing that game. Because I supposed to made it home by a certain time. Now I wanted to stop no, nah, you got stuck. Button. Had the finger fuck shit. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, pretty <laughs> much, and, and got my ass fucked up when I got home. <laughs> was it worth it? Oh fuck yeah, hell yeah! I was able to beat the damn. I was able to win the tag the tag title belts. I See, was there able you to go. Know. As long as it was worth it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought about it when I got home after the ass whoop I received. I said, you know, so I'll take the ass whoop again for that one. <laughs> <laughs> So, how did you get into the porn business? What made well, you get into it? Um, I have since, as long as I can remember, I've always been very fascinated with sex and the human body and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew, you know, from watching late night TV and seeing pay-per-view scramble channels and seeing like little corners of things, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that looks like they're having fun. I want to do that. And I've always enjoyed sex so, so much. Like I, like when you see me, like if I'm moaning, I'm really moaning. I don't fake it ever. Um, Mm -hmm. I love what I do. And I just, I decided I wanted to do something with it. And I've always, I've looked up to some of the porn stars of the past and Mm -hmm. I've always thought they were like, you have to be a strong bitch to do this shit. Let's do it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So what uh, porn stars from the past did you look up to? Um, one of the first ones, like I was, I'm always very, really, really bad with names. I'm a face person. So I'll see someone mm-hmm. on the street that I've known for a couple of years and only said their name probably four times. I might not remember their name, but you I'll know, be like, Hey, I know you. That feels so bad. Cause I thought I was the only person to do that. No, no, I'm terrible about it. But I, some of the names that st- stick out immediately, um, cream pie, Kathy is my yeah. news. Um, she's actually one of the first people that I reached out to in the industry when I decided I wanted to come out in the industry. I was like, I want to be in porn just like you. Do you have any t- 
tips or tricks or any good advice that I would be able to use. And uh, she was very Mm -hmm. gracious and she sent me an email back and she gave me a lot of really great information. And I'm like, well, if you ever want to work, just let me know. And I would love to work with you, you know, because it's a girl. I'm the eternal fan girl. Uh, Belladonna is another one because that's just she's a yes, badass that, bitch. She's a, badass. She is a legend. I I had the pleasure of chatting with her on uh, Twitter years years ago. She's I'm a so fucking legend. Oh, I bet she, she, I, I've heard she is so sweet. Yes, she is. I would yes, just she is. love her. Like, hey, hey, Bella, if you ever hear this, I want. I would love to meet you and just chat with you because you're amazing and a goddess. Now, I notice in this generation, there's not much mentoring. How important is mentoring in this business? I don't, you know, on getting third mentoring. I honestly, uh, a lot of us would be here, the ones that are doing it. And like, I know I wouldn't be here without some of the people that have mentored me. And mm-hmm. I think mentoring is extremely important. Like that we should, you know, welcome people who want to be in the industry, um, but at the same time, you know, there, that are uh, double edged to that because we there's so many lines being blurred right now and a lot of other issues. But I think the people who want to be porn stars and want to be in like the industry making real movies, bring it on. Let's do it. There's enough success for everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True, 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 true. And see, I also see that you shot with a lot of companies. Um, actually a lot of producers, what have you. Because I know we were talking about earlier with the content exchange. And to you, how is it important to work with a producer, an experienced producer in this business versus shooting yourself? I think that shooting with experienced producers in this industry, you can't replace that. Because these guys and girls, they spend so much time perfecting their craft. Um, They know more things probably than most of us will ever know. Um, They've probably forgotten more than I'll ever know. (laughs) Um, But it is, it's wonderful to do that because a lot of, almost every producer I've worked with, actually every single producer I've worked with has been willing to, hey, how do I do this? And they'll tell me. Cause they all want to empower you to do, to do your own thing. And they're like, why would you, you know, why wouldn't I want to teach you how to be sufficient, self-sufficient, mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, I personally prefer shooting with people who, you know, the, the higher production, because I get to focus on being a talent. However, I have in my basement of my house, a full studio with lights and everything. And, and a, my brand new S 21 ultra phone. So I can film stuff when I'm home, but I've gotten mm-hmm. to a point where I'm going to all the stuff. I don't film at home anymore, but mm-hmm. I have it if I need it. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. So, shoot. So, it's, yeah, because, like, even with me, like, when I first started, I was, you know, doing POV. But when I got with uh, my partner, Al, and having that camera, man, having that professional-looking camera, it made me feel more creative. It made me feel more professional, actually. Oh my um, God. Yes. I can look at the stuff I've done now versus the stuff I did when I first started. And I thought I was like, woke up one day, decided to be a porn star and I was filming off whatever phone I had. I was like, yeah, this is great. You can see everything. Oh God. I watch it now and it's painful. <laughs> yes. Cause people don't realize it's, it's like one, like for example, with the camera, a cell phone camera lens, I'm about to give you people some knowledge. So I want y'all to shut up and pay attention. 
a cell phone camera lens is very small compared to a camera lens. So you're not going to get as much of the action as you think. And a lot of people don't understand that. They don't see the schematics of that when it comes to when it comes to filming. Right. Right. And then, of course, we've got the newer phones that they've been shifting and the quality is a lot better. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we've got the iPhone, you know, there's a, the, the battle between iPhones and Androids. I'm obviously mm-hmm. team Android, but yeah, me too. Um, <clears throat> But like I, I can film with my phone with, and I think they said 8K. I don't know what the hell to do with 8K. I don't even know what to do with 4K. So, <laughs> I, I, you know, that's cool that I have the ability. I can do it. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I still, again, that's the benefit of having production people that know stuff around you because mm-hmm. I don't have to. I can be talent and enjoy the experience of shooting because that's that's Mm -hmm. the fun part (laughs) true true now when you did your first shoot go through it tell me your how you felt your emotions or what have you and uh speak to what i call the pre-care and what i call pre-care is what a male talent or producer does to make a girl feel comfortable and at her best when she do the shoot. Okay. Um, well, I'm actually most, almost all my shoots are the same. Like I, I talk to people extensively beforehand cause I like to get a good vibe. Everything I do is done on vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like you said, you gotta make us feel, you know, we've, we have to feel comfortable. So a lot of us, it's just vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we all talk about boundaries and limitations, which is very important. Um, mm-hmm. I think my biggest, the biggest red flag I have is if you're going to like, I had somebody approach me to shoot a, a very rough BDSM scene, which I'm into mm-hmm. and I like doing, but I won't do it with just anybody because there's too many fake doms out there and yeah. people get hurt that way. And I'm a very well-trained sub. I know mm-hmm. what the hell is supposed to happen. And they, when I said something about a safe word, completely shut me down. I was like, all right, I'm See, not interested. It's sad. You just made my heart skip a beat. I'm a dom, but go ahead. Yes, you know, I was like, um, you're going to be doing some very extreme things. Therefore, there will need to be a word other than stop and no, that Mm -hmm. is like you need a safe word. He was like, no, you don't. You know, we're we're good. We don't need to say yes. Okay, well, how about this? We have a safe word or you're not getting the booking. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm not going to shoot with you because I don't feel safe. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's basic stuff. But, you know, I think other than like that's an extreme case, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy guys I've worked with, they've all they've all been like, "Hey, you want you want to have a drink beforehand?" I'm a smoker, so most everybody I know Hello. smokes, and we had a you know smoke the blunt first, and then we mm-hmm. you know we just sit and visit for a minute, talk about what we're gonna do, what we want it, like what we're feeling, and then go forth and create. And mm-hmm. I haven't had any notable bad experiences mm-hmm. thus far. Mm-hmm. I think I've been very That's lucky because I'm That's sure good. they haven't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, trust me, I've heard some stories. I've heard some stories. Mm-hmm. Believe me. I mean, from when she got there, the, sh- the shoot completely changed. Went from supposed to be uh, uh, with her with one guy turned to a threesome. <laughs> I heard one where the guy won anal. It's he. I heard many terrible stories. But the thing I want to talk to you about because interesting, you brought up BDSM, and this is the first interview I may add that we are actually discussing BDSM. Oh, wow, now, I cool. notice, now, I notice how important, and please speak to this, to these femme doms, these wannabe doms, all that shit, 
speak to them about being in the lifestyle is important when you do these scenes because the authenticity are I'm trying to say the word right. Authenticity? Yeah, authenticity of it is important for it to sell. Yeah. Well, not only that, it's the the BDSM community, it's it can be very, very dangerous if you don't know what you're doing, if you haven't yes. done the research, if you haven't built the communication because like just like in anything else in life communication is number one and the like most important thing for mm-hmm. doing anything in bdsm and like the minute anybody starts trying to shut me down on me trying to talk about what my limits are or what what might their limits be because subs aren't the only ones who have limits doms have limits too and that's fine yeah. Yeah. we should definitely normalize that more by the way um Mm-hmm. But these fake doms and these, and you know, even fake subs. There's there fake subs out there too. Yes. Um, that give real subs like like or not really. I don't want to be offensive, but they give a more natural mm-hmm. sub like myself mm-hmm. bad names. It's mm-hmm. like I can I function just fine throughout life, but when I get in certain situations, I like to give the control to my dom. It's just, True. you know, no, yeah. but I don't, that doesn't mean you get to tell me what the fuck, like these doms that jump in my inbox. Cause they see, mm-hmm. they see throat wars dominating me. Um, and then they think they can talk to me any kind of way. What people is missing when it comes to the dom. Well, actually I'm speaking to just the master and slave, even to the, you can say dom and sub. The dom never chooses the slave of a sub. That is what people are missing. That is true. It has to be the sub that chooses because that's the point of saying sub, you dumb fucks. It's Mm -hmm. submit. You submit. Yeah, and I've always said submission is a gift. It is a gift that a sub gives their dom out of of respect and out of trust. So it's it's saying i trust you to say you're my dom i would never i would never claim someone as my dom that hadn't collared me i have I have people who have dom tendencies mm-hmm. who, who have you know they have i have different special relationships with but yes. i do i wouldn't like saying someone's a dom and like the whole collar it's it's just mm-hmm. to me it's disrespectful yeah because because, because to me it's, it's about the exchange Exactly. Like with being a dom, like I tell anybody, it, it, it has to be mental. It just can't be just physical because then you... It, you can't physically completely sub- have someone submit to you without being right. in their head. Yeah. yeah. There's a whole mind game that... Go- a whole Not whole mind game, but a whole mind process, the mental yeah. process that goes through breaking a sub down. And yes. you have to know how to break your sub down and then most importantly and most least talked about or the least talked about bringing them back up in sub care bingo and after See? after after the sub drop and aftercare that's yes. so so important i and get that, so angry that's the reason for training see that what some of these people understand the dom trains her to be the perfect sub for him or slave for him at the same token, she trains him in a kind of exchange to be the perfect dom for her, which goes to the aftercare, which goes to the before care, which goes exactly. to the session. And like I said, a true dom doesn't have to have sex with his sub. 
Because mm-hmm. like with me, I have a white male pig sub that I you naughty seeing you. Yeah, see, I plant his shit on, and me and him would never have sex. You know, period. I'd been talking to a black male sub. Me and him would never have sex, even though he wants to have sex. But no, I, I don't do dudes. I don't go that way. I said, now I wear some pants and have a dildo sticking out and do it that way before you pretend. But no, I don't do dudes. My dick will never touch you. But <laughs> <laughs> my dick will never touch you, buddy. No, 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 no. We can pretend all day. You know, period. hey, the motherfuckers act all day like they're gay. So let's keep it real. But like I said, I think that is very... <laughs> yeah. So, but now here's the other thing. Now... We have the Queen of Spades and the BBC Slut. Can you please explain to people the difference? The Queen of Spades and the what? In the BBC Slut. You because know? a lot of people, because before you answer that, a lot of people put that together. But to me, it's not the same. But go ahead. You know, I've always been one of the ones that kind of put it together. Um, mm-hmm. Queen of Spades, I've always, I've kind of classified Queen of Spades as being a woman who only fucks black men um and then a bbc slut to be a woman who prefers to but also fucks other people okay all right this could be wrong okay this is what i was told and understood what it meant queen of spades is a type of slave submissive bb slut is just a slut with a preference for black dick one, makes sense. One is owned because it's the reason why they get tattooed. Because it's a mark. Right. A BBC slut, no, she just don't she don't get the tattoo. She made it one worships, the other one just fucks. You know what I'm saying? And I think yeah. a lot of times people get that mixed, the ladies get that mixed up because no, when you're a queen of spades, that means that black man is king. He is God. BBC slut is, yeah, I like black dick. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> yeah. I think I fall somewhere in between there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would be. No, I think you're a, don't get it twisted. Just because you're a queen of spades doesn't mean that you wouldn't fuck a white dude. It's just you will only submit to a black guy. Yeah, well, we can go as far as that. You know what I'm saying? You will only be owned yeah. by a black guy. You feel what I'm saying? Right. That's what I mean by with a queen of spades. You're a sub or a slave that submits to only a black guy. It doesn't mean you would not fuck a white dude. Because the other thing I'm going to ask you about the fact of would you work with a white guy in porn? I actually have. I've only worked okay. with two, though. I've only worked with two. I'm sorry, baby girl. I just. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. I haven't. I, I haven't put. Um, I worked with Thor Johnson, and I haven't put the seat. We haven't put the I scene like out Thor. yet. Thor, he's so fucking cool, yo! I can't he wait to be. He is so badass. Funny. Um, I was, yeah. Me up. I want to do an interview with you, but go ahead. I love him. He's awesome. <laughs> um, I also the other one is Billy Pilgrim. And oh yeah, I heard about him. Yeah, he's doing some really great shit. Um, he's he's local to me, and so and I met him through Zoe, um, uh, Zoe Snow, which I'm not sure what he's doing right now, but I met him through him, and you just because we're local, I was like, hey, do you know anybody? Blah blah blah, and 
history. Now he's like my one of my best friends. You know, comes to, he came came to the house for a barbecue that was non porn related. Like he he gets he's invited to the barbecue and stuff too. So he's cool. Okay. Um, but uh, white men, it's. <sighs> that's a hard question because I say I don't like I don't particularly run towards uh, shooting with a lot of white men and then as soon as I say that somebody pops up and I hit it off we vibe and we go and shoot Mm -hmm. so I'll go as like I I don't mind it Um, I like I'm I'm, going to ask you this do you think females should be open to shoot with all races in the business or not? No, because you, I mean, anybody, that would be like saying every guy in the industry has to shoot with a BBW. Okay, I got you. Everybody has their preferences. And like my person, my preferences, I like, it's, I love black men. Like I, I'm going to mm-hmm. marry a black man. I'm, I, you know, if I, if, if my tubes weren't tied, I would have, I would go have I go have as many babies as I could, but because <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I just like it, it's I I love I love the community I love the family I just I don't know I I I feel like I'm at home. Of spades, you are yeah. officially you you heard it first. <laughs> Smokers Lounge, Princess Happy. Well, here, here I'll put it this way. I'll put it to you this way. And this is just coming as a victim of sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Never in my life, I have never had a group of black men walk into a room and make me mm-hmm. feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. However, I can be in a whole room full of a whole bunch of people and have one white man walk in and make me feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it is what it is. I mean, it just it it. it you get made people make you can make you feel uncomfortable and I'm sure there's yeah. not and not everybody blah 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 but you know in, in in this instance it is what it is and I feel more comfortable around black men I feel happy I feel safer mm-hmm. and more protected because I know that when I'm with my family and the people mm-hmm. I roll with that I know nothing's mm-hmm. gonna happen to me mm-hmm. But I don't necessarily feel that way with the people I went to high school with, which is a predominantly white high school in the country. Mm-hmm. So it's like I grew up feeling weird and out of place. And like I found I actually I had a, a black girlfriend. She was she was she was just gorgeous. She was one of my first girlfriends and she was amazing. And she started teaching me how to do my hair and like we, we just started bonding and I've just basically decided I'm albino at this point. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. So we talked about content exchange over the phone earlier and I want you to speak to, because you said that someone asked you the question, which is better, more important paid gig versus content. I love and this I remember question. your answer. So I want you to, you know, tell everybody your thought process upon that. Well, I I love this question. I really do, because it is such a constant, constant debate. Everybody Mm -hmm. loves a good paying gig. We all love the paid content. Like, I I love some paid gigs. And anybody want to book me? Let me know. I love paid gigs. However, I also 
like making money while I'm asleep. So I like to have content and I have, I have all my different platforms set up so that while I'm asleep, I'm making sales and I'm having money come in. And that makes it so that I don't have to stress as much about where my next bill is getting paid from. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh no, I don't have to. Oh shit, my mini vids payout hit today. I can take it. I can sleep in a little bit. I don't have to go and exhaust myself shooting constantly. I can shoot my content when I want to mm-hmm. shoot it on my own schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I personally think content is king. Yeah, it's just that's if you can do it, do it. It's crazy. Even back in 2008, when I talked to a uh, a producer, you know, God bless the dead fashion. Um, he was a producer. He worked with he worked with Pinky, and he was with a he shot for I think Evasive Angles, as mm-hmm. well as Black Market, Black Ice, and all that, all them people. And um, he told me he said, "No, he said don't need to bring the girls out here." Cause they might get one or two gigs. He said, no, give them to put out their own shit. This was before the internet really was popping. And I always say this to people, porn was the blueprint that these other platforms are using to make money because porn was doing it first. Mm-hmm. So, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's because I've been there where I got paid for a scene and I saw that scene. I said, damn, I wish it was mine. <laughs> God. Right. Like that shit's hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, I've only had, if I'm, I mean, I've only had a handful of paid bookings and shoots mm-hmm. since I've been in the industry, and most of that's been because I don't, I haven't been traveling because of you know mm-hmm. pandemic and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've started kind of traveling a little bit. Like I've got a few different dates on on the de- on the a few, few locations, no dates yet, but mm-hmm. a few locations on deck. Uh, including North Carolina. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely NC. Definitely NC. Definitely NC. Yeah, definitely. yeah. We have to make a trip up there. But um, I honestly, like, I've gotten to the point now. I have, I have more than one hard drive full of just mm-hmm. content. I mm-hmm. am sitting probably on about thirty to forty scenes mm-hmm. that I haven't put out yet, and that I'm working on getting editing, and of course. Again, you you touched on the mentorship. I've got some wonderful team people that are uh, some more wonderful production people that are uh, on my mm-hmm. side and helping me and uh, mm-hmm. teaching me all kinds of cool stuff so that I can do all the stuff. But um, you know, content content yeah. is it, 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 yeah. Because I am jealous of the Atlanta community. It's like, and that's why I want you to speak to because it seems like Atlanta is becoming the hotbed for adult film. I mean, literally. Especially I mean, on the mid level level, on the mid level, the, the excuse me, the mid level um thing. Speak to it. It's definitely starting to pick up. I know of a, like, I know of a few talents that moved here recently, just because this is where some of the some great producers are. You know, mm-hmm. I know L.A. and Vegas and Miami. They, you know, they got all you know a whole bunch of crazy stuff going on and all the all the mm-hmm. great you know whatever. But you know, we, we make it a name for ourselves. Picking up, we got um. You know, we got we're trying to break the whole gatekeeping thing going on and letting everybody yeah. do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really really beautiful to see all the talent that's blossoming here. Yes, it's it's probably I'm like every time I look up, I see somebody do from Atlanta. I'm like, damn, that that's just in North Carolina. We stink. 
Because it's it's like y'all collab. You don't stink in North Carolina. You know, I bet you have so much talent there that you don't even know about because people, I like it's 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 very country. Yeah. Forgive me, anybody from North Carolina that doesn't live in these sticks, but for the yeah. most part, it is country. And I mean, the same thing for Georgia, except for like Atlanta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everything yeah. else is country. <laughs> yeah, because um, like I said. Because the one thing I tell females, because I always say the blueprint, you have that your uh, resident male talent, and then you have the male talent that you work with for features and stuff like that. To because the whole key is content to right, right. keep content. Now, I also notice that you also have a variety of content. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, saying and uh, speak to that. What's the when you come up with scene ideas and stuff like that? What what is your thought process? What it, what inspirations you go off of when you come up with scene ideas? Um, well, I most recently it's been a lot of I I'm talking to the talents that I'm working with and like what kind of stuff do you need? Because I, I you know I, I get kind of bored with myself. I I feel mm-hmm. like you know I, I don't come up with an original stuff or I don't want to you know do something that everybody's doing. Or, so of course you know that whole self-doubt kicks in and overthinking so you know i talk to a lot of people i'm working with like hey what do you think about this or what do you think about that um Mm -hmm. but my main source of inspiration has is is and always has been googling when i'm masturbating and stuff that turns me on (laughs) hold on hold on you just ain't gonna just slide over that you googling and (laughs) masturbating well you're Um, like you know i you know, like I don't go straight to Pornhub. I'll type in whatever I'm in the mood for that day. Like, okay, I want to see, I want to see some double penetration today. Let's see what's up. And then whatever <laughs> site I haven't looked at because I watch porn regularly, mm-hmm. um, you know, see see something new. And then, oh, I want to mm-hmm. try that position. And mm-hmm. ooh, that's a good idea. And and then I get to now it's to the point I I get I get surprised. Like I'll get right to about to come, and then somebody I know pops into the screen. And it's not that I don't want to see them, but I just wasn't expecting. I was not expecting to see. I'm like, oh, I just, you know, I just had their their dick in my mouth the other day. Hi. Kind <laughs> <laughs> throws you for a second, you know, and then continue and finish up. Oh, I thought that was so. Uh, you just sit there, you playing with yourself. So, oh, 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 whoa! Hey, hey, hey! How you doing? What's what's? Can, give me a second. <laughs> Uh, my immediate well, thought is wait a minute they didn't get tagged for credit oh god you should have gave me a tail <laughs> should have like, nice I was like damn they didn't get tagged for credit what the fuck <laughs> I need to let them know they're not tagged on this video when they're in it oh god but yeah but that's why I said I, like I said I, I, I love the business I always had it, and it, the thing I loved was just the business side of it the most you know, pretty, oh my God, um, yes! Great content that people would like, or what have you. Like me, I'm always do role play scenes. That's just my main thing because I always feel that ladies should always aspire to be a sex symbol, not a thought. That's just my opinion. I'll take that. And um, like I try to come up with different scenarios for the lady to for which she could speak. Of course, it's I don't write no fucking scripts. No, it's improv. So. And two, because the point that I grew up and that got me inspired that I ended up loving. So the question I asked you on that 
one is you like, probably grew up watching the oh I slipped and tripped and fell on your dick. Oh, what shall I do? I don't know oh, no, what to I, do with this. No, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you the point that got that, that got me into it. It was actually young lady Chatterley. And Uh-oh. she and see, this is the reason why I end up loving ladies in thigh high stockings and garter belts because of her. And what she was was she was the wife of a lord who's a complete slut. I mean, she fucked everybody, including my, the funniest one when she picked up this hitchhiker and they was riding the back. She fucked the shit out of him. And then about after, after they done got down the road and he done busted his nut, kicked him out. He's on the side of the road holding his clothes. He's butt ass naked. Still holding his, his hat because like he was Sweden, <laughs> Swedish <laughs> from Holland or something. And that was the first point that it was on Cinemax after dark. That what it was. And that was the first point that I actually like that was my first experience of watching shit like that. And then that that kind of point shaped kind of point that I did. Right. So it's like with you, like what type roles would you like to play when it comes to role play of porn that you think you would shine on? You know, it's um <laughs> I always grew up, I love doing the stereotypical shit. I like, I've, uh, because I look young, I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't look the age that I am. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that I look like a teenager anymore, but I definitely don't look my age. Um, and I have always done like the little girl stuff because I'm a brat. And so, mm-hmm. So it I just like those scenes, but yeah, I love them scenes. I ain't even going for it, especially when the girl know, with the onesies. I mean, <laughs> well, see, I don't go that far. I'll do like pigtails and cute little skirts yeah. and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. like, I yeah. like, oh my 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 babysitter is is the neighbor boy, and oh no, I've been a bad girl. I didn't do my mm-hmm. homework and dumb shit like that. Like. Um, I like age play a lot, but I've gotten to a point where I'm not so much into the like implied incest like I was when yeah. I was younger. Like I'd love to do daddy mm-hmm. play, but mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, it just doesn't feel comfortable anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not yeah. old enough. I'm not comfortable with doing the mommy thing yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I'm just kind of in a weird middle ground there. I'm, I'm uncles are cool. Mm-hmm. We can do. I can do the uncles. Um. But like, or cousins, even I just the whole like it, it's it's mm. I don't know. I think the world's in a weird place right now. It makes me feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally feel. I understand you. It's like, cause like with me, even with the scenes, I try to give females like the woman empowerment type shit, where if they like the boss or or even sometimes where they be dominant or they be submissive. So I tell any female that work with me, you got to be very a switch to a certain extent. Um, oh, I hate when people try and make me be dom, especially. Oh no, my god, I'm like not, I'm not, not dom is in like the dom, but like you're my I, boss type. I shit. know, but I'm not good at that. I like you know, it's it's so funny. Like if 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 you see some of the stuff that I cut from my like my solo scenes, I'm horrible, mm-hmm. or like I feel like I'm horrible. I've been told I'm just being critical and I'm being weird, but um, it's it's hard. 
like I'll have um, one of my favorite people to work with is Doug with Desire Media. Mm-hmm. And I love him so much. He's amazing and talented and fantastic. And then we do solo scenes and he's like, okay, I want you to do this. And he'll give me direction. He's great. Mm-hmm. And then I'm in my head, of course, overthinking. And I'm like, uh, 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 I've had, I, I had one person, I'm not going to name who they are because it, I had to scrub the scene. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't, I'm not, I, we're going to try it. We're going to do it again mm-hmm. in a few months um, when, we, when they come back to Atlanta, but we just, mm-hmm. it wasn't, a, you know, you're a guy, you know what happens. Yeah. It happens. See, I, 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 I'm sorry. This is paid. This is not a paid announcement or sponsor announcement. I'm just going to say this to my male talent friends. It's okay to get blue chew. It's okay. It's okay. It's not, you don't have to have erectile dysfunction. It's a part of the business. Because it's funny how these guys, they're sitting there and they smoke weed, and they think that's going to get them through the, the scene sometimes. Because people don't really understand the male talent end of it when it comes to the filming and keeping it hard. God, I don't look, they, they expect you to like cut, move positions, move lighting, and just keep a rock art, like keep it on 10 the yeah. whole time. So it like to me, I tell them, no, go ahead and go get that uh that, that pill on the at the corner store, motherfucker. It's okay. Ain't nobody gonna look at you sideways. She will thank you. If anything, <laughs> it's a dedication to a good performance. Yes. Because to me, that what I think is the the main thing to me is the performance. Because it is. Because oh, 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 here's another one. Here's another pet peeve of mine. Okay, and it just it just so happens to be um a problem when I shoot is coming fast. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you come fast right at the beginning. Play that shit the fuck off. Play it through. We can cut it and put it at the end. Breach. Don't ruin the cum shot because you're embarrassed because you popped oh, in three strokes. Oh, oh, don't get it twisted. I done had two <laughs> pops in the scene. Because um, I sat there and saw the shit and said, you know something. I'm going to keep it. Fuck it. It's porn. It, 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 there ain't no rules to this shit. I get mad if I haven't made a, made a talent come at least twice and at, le- at least one of them surprised the fuck out of them. Like, yeah, I have saying. several where they're like, whoa, I did. I'm, I don't usually come twice. I was like, that's my goal in life. I'm happy. I can go to sleep I'm happy tonight. But there's some women out here, I'm sorry, that even with a condom, you, you start to stroke. Is you're gonna go, you're gonna go. <laughs> so that's why I tell girl, I'm like, look, this is about. That. I'm like, look, if I tap you, it's not about the end of the scene. Just go with it. We're gonna clean up. We're gonna pick it up where we was at, so that we can get more, you know, more content, more time. Because you want a certain amount of footage so you can edit and right. do different things. And plus, you want the different positions and stuff like that because you don't want to bore people. Right, because you can always. It's even if even if you can't come again, you can still film more stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. so it's it's yeah. I, I I've 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 lost more scenes with that, and it's like guys, it's cool. It happens, and you know, it's it's happened to more than one guy that I've worked with, and it's like it's mm-hmm. cool. It happens, you know. It's, it's dick ego. malfunction it's is ego. what it is. And it's cool. It happens. Like, now, just relax now, and move on to the next. Get it back up. That's a totally different story. 
<laughs> right. That, you know, I mean, I'm never going to be mad at a guy who can't, like, if, if that happens, I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, man, you're shit. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not going to go talk shit about him. I'm not like, I'm, yeah. I, I might say something and you'll rag him a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Be like, all right. You know, are you ready yeah, for round two? Do you need these? Are you ready to go? They 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 drag the male talent and stuff like that. It's uh-uh. very unprofessional. Very unprofessional. I would, you know, see, and I try. Uh, you see, you've seen me. I make posts all the time. We, I don't do that shit. We don't do that shit here because we're supposed. To be, our, our industry is constantly under attack. Our yeah. industry is constantly being scrutinized. Yeah. Don't make more problems within the industry and bully mm-hmm. and be assholes to each other. Work together mm-hmm. and remember that it's supposed to be we're supposed to be a family taking care of each other to against the world to educate mm-hmm. them, show them that we actually are cool people. And like it's no nobody's being held against their will. Mm-hmm. Contrary to popular belief. <laughs> or help. I, I, Unless they want to. Poor enough. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, true, true, true. Because it's, it's, um, yeah, because that Pornhub thing, I actually did a actual whole episode discussing that. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. They've got good shit on there, but fuck them. And I don't care if they hear me. I happened with them because it, it was funny. I was with them well before they started the program. And then now they got this thing where you got to have the ID, the person holding the ID with their face beside it. And I'm like, do you understand doing, is like a decade old? I don't even talk to these people anymore. They are doing too much. Yeah. They need to settle the hell down and stop doing too much. Which goes to this point, and which I want you to speak to. <laughs> the point of having more than one place where your shit is at. Oh, you must have known I was talking about that earlier. Oh, yes. All right. All right. So so check this out. You spend these girls, they'll spend all day on one site. We'll just use OnlyFans as an example for this Mm because, you know, you know, current Mm -hmm. current news status and all. We'll Mm -hmm. use them as the example in this hypothetical Mm -hmm. world Mm -hmm. um, that all this time on one website, but what happens when that website gets shut down? Bingo. You're fucked. So you take your time and you, you spread it around and you have as many platforms as you can manage, have your platforms here. And then another, another way I've heard it explained by someone else this way. Why would I say, okay, well I, I want to have my money, right? Why mm-hmm. am I going to try and say you have to eat at like McDonald's? That's the only place you can get my food. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't, I, wouldn't I want to put my food over at Burger King and Wendy's and Chick-fil-A? Wouldn't I want to mm-hmm. expand and have it so that, oh, well, I don't want to go to McDonald's. Cool. Go to go to go to these other places. Mm-hmm. Not, every, not all the consumers are going to want to do OnlyFans or mini vids or mm-hmm. Snapchat or loyal fans or whichever one all the one of the million i'm forgetting Mm -hmm. you know you you have something for everybody because it's going to reach different out it's going to reach different audiences but these girls that only have the one yeah only one girl you you, you're sleeping she has two only fans one that's free and one with a subscription Mm -hmm. and i have that shit when i see that i be like oh oh bless her little heart she trying 
but they don't. I, I like the A for effort, but you know, have you know, you have that. That's cool. But go get a loyal fans, or go get, you know, yeah. make sure you have uh, pocket fans or pocket stars or whatever yeah. else, or gasp even your own dot com. Yes. Invest in yourself and build, have your website. You know, there are a whole bunch of webmasters just waiting for people that need help. And 90% of the, 90% of the time, these producers that the girls work with that, Oh, you take really pretty pictures or I love how you edit. Guess what, bitch? They have a whole website. They're whole webmasters. And I bet you, you could work a sweet deal out. Mm -hmm. Because the whole thing of it is like, even with me, people don't understand. You can always reintroduce content. Mm -hmm. You repackage it. It's, it's only old to people that's seen it. It's never new. And even to the people that's old. Here, if they how love many it, times have the perfect example? How many times have you bought the same damn version of The Little Mermaid that Disney's released? Thank you. How many times have you bought the same damn version of Pocahontas and Beauty and the Beast? Disney, Pixar, all of them. They just re release the same shit. Why the fuck can't we? Basically. All you do is just update it. Make it HD or something. <laughs> yeah. Or then make it a little it. prettier. Yeah. <clears throat> Throw in some extra pizzazz, maybe a new song. Mm-hmm. And boom. We can do that shit. <laughs> yeah, actually. Most definitely. But look, I got the I gotta wrap this up. We can talk all day, but look, I'm gonna bring you back and we're gonna talk about some real shit. Anytime, anytime. Yeah, I even get the hit relationship so that's what we're gonna talk about when we hook up so um with that being said i want you to tell everybody where they can find you on the net and i'm gonna step back and let you take over all right cool we got uh twitter instagram snapchat i've got all of it but again the easiest way to get a hold of me is twitter which is princess havoc or princess underscore havoc sorry mm. and instagram which is princess havoc and both of them in the bios have all my links to sh- send you any place you could possibly want to find naughty content and if you can't find something you're looking for there i'm sure i have it somewhere else <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like i have stuff i haven't updated my all my links or my yeah my all my links yet i've got sniffer mm-hmm. even i do like all of it i Every site you could possibly imagine, I have a I have a profile there that I'm working on. See, see, this is the lady that takes. This is a business. This is the thing I've been trying to tell you people. Mm-hmm. This is all about. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. God, it is. Yeah. So I'm about to close this thing out. After that, I'll probably give you a holler, Miss Lady, for all the right. after for the aftercare. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like this, people. You know how I ended. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming. Absolutely.